Welcome back to the Candid Podcast. And on this week's episode, we have Nyasha Buza on the show, who I remember as my former prefect, favorite hockey player at school. And she is currently my favorite YouTuber. So after this show, if you are interested in knowing her and her work, you can follow her YouTube channel at Nyasha B or Nyasha Buza. You can find her content there. Wait. What else am I missing, Yasha, that you'd like to get people to know out there? <laughs> Could, would you mind introducing yourself? Um, like Mandipa said, my name is Nyasha. I recently finished my A-levels. It's been seven months since I left school. So right now I'm a bit of a homebody. Yeah, I just take care of the house. <laughs> I'm also doing my YouTube, yeah. waiting to start university in August. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about the art of making the right choices in high school concerning our future, career-wise and also maybe social-wise, um, but we're not going to have like a generalized opinion on this particular subject, but we're going to learn from someone else's experience throughout high school, and that someone today is you, Nyasha, so um, we're going to be um, talking about identifying your career path finding out what you want and what you like and what you want to do with yourself, staying motivated, having goals to achieve. Um, we're going to talk about those who will and will not be in support of your dreams, being confident even in your lowest at school, and talk about distractions and how to deal with them. And later on, Nyasha is going to share her advice. And yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, um, would you mind sharing uh, a little bit about your experience and how you found out what you were passionate about and what you wanted to do with your life? Um, were you one of those people who were like, I'll figure it out along the way, or you came in with a bang and you already knew what you wanted to do? Well, uh, to be honest, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. When I came into Form 1, I really wanted to be a doctor, but things changed and I found myself doing arts in O-level, but I think that really, in A-level, sorry, I think that really came about because I just decided to be honest with myself and what I was interested in. So obviously from Form 1 to Form 2, you're exposed to different subjects, you do your art, fashion, food and nutrition, Deville, you're doing history and accounts at the same time, even though in Form 3 you only get to pick one. So you're exposed to different things. But you'll find that as you're like doing all of these different things, there's certain things that you are drawn to more. So that's what happened to me. So I think my advice would be go for what you're drawn to more naturally. Like if we if we could like if we were to find you just studying and we said, hey, Mandipa, study whatever you want right now, just pick something. What would we find you studying? Because you genuinely like it and not because we're forcing you. So I remember this one time in Form 3, I was supposed to be studying for history. And I just decided, hey, I want to read the American section today. And I read the entire American section. I'm like, this slaps. Like, history is so fun. I want to do this. So Go for what you're drawn to more naturally. And if you really are honest with yourself and your interest, that will really come out. Like, what are you drawn to more naturally? And, yeah, 
I thank God that I passed everything in Form 4 and I had the options I could do whatever I wanted. But in Form 4, I really noticed that sciences were really becoming a drag for me. Like, I don't believe in, like, failing just for failing, but it was becoming really tough. And I just had to sit down and be honest and say, is this something that I can do in lower six? Is this something that I'm prepared to do for the rest of my life? And the answer really came down to no, because I was starting to enjoy my French, my literature, my history, my geo. That's what I loved. That's what I wanted to do. So what are you drawn to more naturally? But at the same time, you need to be realistic and say, all right, yes, I'm drawn to this, but am I good at it? And for one, I love dots. I love the paint. I love the aesthetic. I loved everything. But I cannot draw to save my life. So I couldn't continue with art. So yes, what you're drawn, what you're drawn to, sorry. But can you do it? Do you have the abilities? And also at the same time, if you took that ahead, do you see yourself having a career in that? Because with my arts, I could have gone into psychology, could have gone into law, into social work. And those are all things that I was interested in. So yes, there was the interest but also a foundation for further study. So if you're wanting to go to university, make sure that what you're picking can get you the program that you will be interested in doing, yeah, for those next four or five years. So, yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. I've definitely learned something. So um, what were some of the factors that contributed to your motivation? Were you like, I need to build a life for myself? Or you were like, I just, I need to get that bag. I need to get that money. So um, what motivated you more? Uh, motivation is a tricky thing, hey, because it's fleeting. There's this quote, to go something like, uh, motivation is like bad thing. It doesn't last. That's why we recommend it daily. <laughs> you have to find ways to motivate yourself. But motivation really doesn't last. But I think one of the things that really motivated me to want to study, to want to do well, was to make my parents proud. You know, things are really tough. And we do not know how much our parents sacrifice, how much they put aside just to make sure that you have that clearance on the first day, that when there's a trip, your name is on the list. So just seeing my parents work hard and all the things that they sacrifice, definitely wanting them to be proud. Because there's something about that African dad smile, you know, like when your dad is really proud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then also for myself, and I wanted to be proud of myself. I wanted to wear that cream blazer. It's not a bad thing. So when I was setting up, like, okay, I really want this blazer. Six A's and up. Is it still six A's at convent or seven? I wouldn't be surprised if it's gone up. Yeah, it's still six. All right, yeah, those six A's, I wanted the blazer. And also so that I could have choices ahead. I didn't want to be in a situation where I had to do a certain combination because that's the only thing that I passed. So I wanted those choices. But, yeah, those are some of the things that motivated me. I didn't always feel motivated. I didn't always feel like doing what I had to do. But, yeah, you get through it day by day. But don't expect to feel motivated all the time because, <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. Yeah, that is tricky. <laughs> so um, did you, like, have any specific goals, like the things that you did that got you where you are right now? Um, were the results what you expected? Huh, looking back, I think this question is the one that I really, did I have goals? I think I had smaller goals to fit into the larger ones. 
because I I don't know. I find that it's easier for me to just focus on what I'm doing right now, like to say, all right, today my goal is to study this section, this section. And if I do this, that's feeding into the larger goal of doing well in my geo, doing well in my history, right? So those smaller goals, those small targets. But in terms of the big picture, yes, I definitely did want to be here having done well and like preparing to go to uni and being in a position to give other people advice, definitely. But I think in the long run, it was about breaking it down and focusing on the tiny goals because if you try to think about the big picture too much I think you can feel overwhelmed so definitely breaking it down and knowing that we're taking smaller steps and I think with social media and pressure from outside it looks like everyone's always making these big money moves and that your small moves don't count but they do count and you just have to stay on it stay working stay doing it and eventually it'll add up to something. So definitely those smaller goals. Well, that's very informative. <laughs> There's a lot that I still need to work on. Ah. We're all getting better slowly. Um, so were people ever really in support of your dreams? Um, did you like come out to them and being like, guys, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm prepared to do? Were they in support of it or did they well, all right. Um, so, like I said, when I came in Form 1, I really wanted to do medicine. And then what happened is in Form 3, I visited an actual hospital. And I, the, how do I say this? I just wasn't feeling like that's somewhere where I belonged. I loved help, helping people. I love interacting with people. But I just didn't feel like I belonged in a hospital setting. And then also what happened is, like I said, sciences just became very, very difficult for me. You know, when you're like in class and you're hearing, but you're not hearing. And Mr. Nguyen is talking about atoms and stuff. I'm like, sir, I I don't know. I can't see. I can't visualize this. And, you know, I really started to second guess is, is medicine what I should be working towards. So I started praying about it more. And at the same time, I started liking my arts more, started connecting with written art, poetry, loving history more, loving analyzing more, loving French. So I became very confused because I was like, you know, why don't I still want to do medicine? Is there something wrong with me for changing my mind? Because now you're scared to look like that person who doesn't have direction. So I started to talk to my parents bit bit by bit, bit by bit, bit by bit. And by the time results came out, I really had to sit down and tell them that, you know, I know we've wanted medicine, but really that's not where my heart is right now. Can I just give it a shot with arts? And in hindsight, it did work out. I did really well with that, but I was really, really confused. But like I said, I only mentioned this to my parents. So if you're not sure at the time, you don't have to tell the entire world about your plans because what will happen is what, when you're not sure about these plans, it's very easy for someone to come and demotivate you, you know, especially if you're doing something they don't expect you to be doing. And I think the classes system is okay in high school, like 3A, 3A1, 3A2. I think that's all right for people to be doing certain subjects together. But at the same time, I think it can be very stifling and destructive because you start to feel like 
I'm only meant to do sciences if I'm in the A class. So now when you want to do something else, it feels like you're going against the grain. And yeah, it's not a bad thing to want to do something different, but you just always feel like it's not very encouraged. So there was definitely that fear and that confusion, but I really just had to sit down and be honest with myself and say, what do I enjoy? Because A-level is not easy. It's very, very difficult. And you have to put yourself in a position where at the end of the day, at the core of your subjects, you enjoy them. Because yes, I enjoyed history. Yes, I enjoyed literature. But there were days when I really was feeling down and couldn't figure out like how to answer questions. But deep down, I knew that, okay, I love this. I enjoy this. So I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to write it out. So yeah, it was very, very scary. But you just have to be honest with yourself at the end of the day. I agree. I agree with you completely. So were you like confident in yourself and that you were going to be successful or confidence just came along the way? Or you were like one of those people who are silent killers and prefer to work quietly and be discreet? By successful, do you mean like passing at at A-level? Is that what you mean? Yes, I guess. A-level is tricky, eh? (laughs) You can be the smartest person, smartest in quotes, but uh, it's going to beat you up eventually and show you that A for advanced for a reason. So confidence, hmm. I think um, a lot of my confidence, if I can call it confidence, came from God. Because to be honest, as a human being, I'm weak, I'm fragile, and there's a lot I don't know. But just the knowledge that if God says that, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I don't have to feel confident for me to know that it's true. But yeah, definitely working on how I talk to myself, my thoughts um, definitely did help. Like saying that if I got a 5 out of 25, that doesn't mean that I'm dumb. No, my, my thought process will not be... I'm done. I can't do it. It's this is where I am. I'm learning. I'm improving. I can go and ask for help and I'll be okay at the end of the day. But really confidence, I think it's something that can be very up and down, but you have to intentionally try to work on it. But you can't have confidence if you don't back it up. If you're saying, okay, I'm confident, then work, put the time in, put the hours in, because at the end of the day with these things, it's about how much did you put in? When it's you and that paper in the basement, it's about the hours that you put in, the practice, the help that you ask for. So, yes, confidence is good, but also back it up with hard work. Yeah, yeah. So how did you deal with distractions? Were there any distractions? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of distractions, like with my phone. I had to limit my screen time so that my apps would automatically lock after a certain time. But then I'd still have the password and manage (laughs) to unlock it anyway. So sometimes I'd have to give my phone to my sister. And like with my sister, if she takes your phone, she's not giving it back to you. You can cry. You can like say, no, I just want to check my messages. My sister's not going to give it to you. With my mom, my mom, I can talk to her. She'll end up giving it back. But I think finding someone like if you need to throw your phone away throw it away like like it's so easy to be distracted on the phone then even at school when we had in-person learning you know 
with free periods, there's always that temptation. Ah, let me just go chat with my friends for a bit. One period turns into three. Next thing, it's time to go home and you haven't done anything. So sometimes removing myself from my friends and like going to sit by myself. And like, I think my friends were really good because they understood that and they were also like on the same path. So getting friends who have similar goals to you because someone can say okay guys I need to leave you guys I'm going to study now but also at the same time giving yourself time to socialize with your friends so um negotiating with yourself and saying okay if I study let's say today I have five free periods if I study for four I can spend the last period talking to my friends because what I've earned it I deserve it so yeah I think also just allowing yourself to have a bit of fun sometimes because you're allowed to have fun just not too much such that you end up not doing anything i agree with you completely i think i've also had like the same experience with my friends there are times when we're like we really need to study on our own and shut down the distractions and focus where we separate ourselves um i think i'm lucky enough to have friends from the same class so it's like they understand that sometimes we just need to get rid of these other distractions so yes i agree with you very much there so in a situation where you have a girl or a guy or a person really who's trying to tell their parents that she's not going to venture into sciences but would rather do more of commercials or arts, um, what would you say to that person to try and, who's trying to like convince their parents that this is what I want to do with myself and the kind of career path that I want to take? Um, please be in support of this. Um, so what would you advise that person in that situation um was trying to have that talk with her parents all right i think the first thing this is something that i experienced like this actually happened to me um the first thing i would say is get information yes you might say all right i don't want to do commercials i want to do art so i don't want to do sciences i want to do commercials but do you actually know what that entails so number one get information talk to people who are already doing those subjects that you're interested in and find out okay what's happening what's the workload what are they actually covering because i think it's easy to have an illusion like i was in love with chemistry for the longest time because i had that that idea of you mix colors and then there's an explosion or, or something like I thought that was chemistry but if you go to a chemistry <laughs> they'll tell you that no, yes we do that but it's not always like that there's so much more involved so get information on my channel we did this series in January everything we wish we had known about art sciences commercials just people talking about their experiences with their a-levels so it's very great. It's very helpful when you get to hear from someone who has been on that path. So get information. And then I would say talk to your parents, like actually sit, sit them down and explain to them your plan. Because one thing I've noticed about our parents is they don't like a child without direction. So I think a lot of the time it's not that they want to force you, but because you look like you don't have direction, so let's give it to you. So what I had to do is I literally made a PowerPoint presentation and I put on a pair of heels in the living room and I got my parents and I explained, all right, this is what I want to do. This is what my plan is career-wise. These are the careers I can go into. And just making them understand where you are coming from because, yes, there are parents who will want to force you, 
And in such a situation, I definitely recommend if you fail by yourself, talk to a family member or a teacher at school. If you really feel like, no, this is not something I want to do, get help, get in- intervention, but talk to your parents, be calm, be sober about it. Show them that you're also growing, you're also developing, you're becoming mature and you know what you want to do. So sit them down, do your research and talk to them and say, you know, this is where I see myself going. And above all, pray about it. You know, wisdom comes from God. He will bless you with the words. But also at the same time, even like, let's say you didn't want to do sciences, you wanted to do arts, and then you actually start doing the arts. Then you feel like, no, I made a mistake. Don't be afraid to change your mind. There's leeway. I think it's like a term or a term and a halfway allowed to change your subject. Don't be afraid to, to change and say, all right, I thought this was for me thought I wanted to do literature, maybe geo is the best thing for me, you know, so don't be afraid to change your mind also in like in that regard. Powerful, powerful words. Um, thank you for that. I guess we've come to the end of our episode, the end of our interview. Do you have anything that's on your mind? Anything that you'd want to share or any advice? How are you feeling right now? Um, I guess know that you don't have to have everything figured out. Like that's something I'm really learning, especially being out of high school, because there's a lot I don't know. There's a lot that I'm figuring out. There's a lot of things that I will have to figure out later. And don't ever put the pressure on yourself to understand everything, to have it all figured out, because you just stress yourself out. Know that it's okay to have questions. It's okay to be uncertain, because I think when we accept that, that's when we really give God room to come in and show us the answers or to walk us through that uncertainty. So don't put pressure on yourself. Please don't isolate yourself, especially right now with online school and not being able to physically see your friends. Make sure you reach out and talk to someone if you're feeling down. Yeah, don't isolate yourself. And yeah, know that it's going to be okay. You're going to make mistakes, but... That's life. We grow as we go. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, thank you for today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun with this and have a great day as well. Well, there you have it, folks. We have come to the end of our episode. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as I did making it with Nyasha Buza. Um, It was just a quick reminder that your dreams will or will not come true. It only depends on your effort and if God is by your side. So if these days you're just feeling a little bit unproductive, it's okay. Just keep pushing hard. We're going to get through this and everything will work out in the end. Just keep putting your utmost effort um this was great um have a great day um god loves you um and peace see you next week